Welcome to the Achieve Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Feldman, and each month we explore the research, strategies, successes, and even the failures behind some of today's best fundraising and marketing for causes. As we explore each one of these, we'd like to invite different types of guests that will explore their own unique takes on what really works today and will leave us a little intrigued on what they're working on for the future. This podcast is supported in partnership with the Festival of Children Foundation. In this edition, we are going to be interviewing Evan Hochberg. He's the Chief Strategy Officer for United Way Worldwide. In this capacity, he leads the organization's development of overall strategy as well as innovation and alignment across major areas of the enterprise. He manages a team that engages more than 1,800 United Ways and external partners in 40 countries. We're going to be asking him about what is the United Way doing now to engage donors and what about the future, especially those millennials that we often hear about as well. We look forward to having Evan on this edition of the Achieve podcast. Evan, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Derek. I appreciate it. It's great talking with you. All right. So I've known you for some time now. So let's uh, let's fill the audience and give me the Evan background, the story of how you got to the United Way. Sure. Um, well, the short version is I always knew I wanted to have a career in social impact. Uh, I mean, even going back to high school, uh, which was a long time ago, um, I created a class for myself where I volunteered at the nursing home across the street uh, for fifth period and uh, visited uh, different um, patients there, residents there, and wrote papers on my experience. So I just sort of – this was in my blood. I always knew I wanted to work in this space. Um, graduating college, coming out into the real world, uh, I my first few jobs were sort of frontline social work um, positions. Um, and what I realized why I enjoyed them, uh, uh, I realized I did not have the fortitude to do that kind of work <laughs> for my entire career. Yeah. Um, and uh, But uh, I sort of overcorrected. I went and got a master's degree in management. I went to Booz Allen Hamilton as a management consultant. I enjoyed my experience. I was learning. I was intellectually challenged, but I drifted too far away from my desire to have a social impact um, things really clicked for me when I met Billy Shore, who uh, who I know you know, who's the founder yep, and president yep. of, of Share Our Strength. Billy, this is back in the late 90s, uh, was launching Community Wealth Ventures, now called Community Wealth Partners, as a social innovation uh, consulting firm. That was really the first – listening to Billy speak was the first time I realized – I could have a career at the intersection of social impact and business. Uh, I, I left Booz Allen. I ran Community Wealth Partners for uh, about seven years. That was an incredible experience. Uh, I left um, Community Wealth to go to Deloitte and run their corporate social responsibility for about eight years. That was an incredible experience. And, and that's where we met. That's where we met. Yeah, because um, you were working on great. some millennial stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they've been, uh, you know, that's the key to their business, and uh, and you've been really helpful in helping them think about uh, millennials broadly, and that's where we met. I had a great experience there, and then I left three years ago uh, to come here to United Way. I think, you know, looking back, I think the most unique uh, piece of my story, not that my story is unique, but I think the most unique part of it is I've seen social impact from a variety of perspectives. I've seen it from uh, from a nonprofit perspective, from a social innovation perspective, a corporate perspective, uh, and now here at uh, the largest private 
human service nonprofit in the world. So was it hard in the transition from Deloitte to the United Way? Because, you know, you, you hear about this corporate to nonprofit world differences and so on. So how was it? I mean, how was the first hundred days? Yeah, you know, it really wasn't that hard for me, partly because, like I mentioned, um, I had had experiences, first of all, starting uh, in different organizations and then also seeing nonprofit, small nonprofit, large nonprofit, uh, corporate and the like. Um, it really wasn't hard for me. I was excited to come here. I, I joined because I uh, knew and I still believe that United Way is the most important infrastructure for community-based social change that exists, and so I was, you know, uh, obviously very excited to come here. I knew there were challenges um, in terms of, you know, the business model needing to change, the environment changing, um, you know. So I went in sort of eyes wide open, and like anybody who works, it, well, really, I don't think anybody's job, no matter what you do, is easy. But certainly, when you're working in social impact, uh, those challenges are hard. But you know, my, my first hundred days, it really was not a shock. Um, if anything, it felt great to be back in a fully mission-driven organization, bet, Deloitte. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, Deloitte's an amazing place to work, but people are looking to sell uh, smart and helpful accounting services and consulting services. Here, it was nice where uh, everyone to the left and right of me was focused on our mission. All right, well, let's dive right in. You give me the what is the United Way today? Help help me and our audience understand. How do you describe what you do today? So from a mission perspective, United Way fights for the health, the education, and the financial stability of every person in every community. So understanding the breadth and depth and ambition uh, of that mission is really important. I think in terms of understanding you know, what's unique about us? What's our value add to making the world a better place, helping people live great lives? Um, the, the phrase that always sticks with me is that we help solve problems that no one organization can solve alone. So there are, you know, millions of nonprofits out there. There are foundations, corporations. Everybody is trying to figure out how to, um, you know, has a social impact mission and trying to figure out how to make the world a better place. The reality is most efforts are small and siloed um, and one dimensional. They're, they're great efforts. They're pieces of the puzzle. But uh, what's most unique about United Way and the United Way of today is that, um, you know, community by community, we identify the most important problems and we try and bring all the nonprofits in that community that are working on that issue together bring the foundation world, the corporate world, the government uh, together to help uh, address that issue, engage everyday people to be part of the solution and go at it in the most collective, um, you know, no energy lost. Uh, uh, let's all work together to solve this problem. So the, so a lot of people know us about and, and, and just know about our fundraising chops, um, which are part of the puzzle. But really, the United Way of today is about being on the ground in 1,800 communities, 41 countries, and getting people and organizations to work together to solve big problems. Uh, I mean, I think... I think probably the next question is around this collective, right, that you talked about. Is it possible? I mean, I think the challenges that we see today is that, as you mentioned, nonprofits like to do their own thing, raise their own dollars, do their own programs, do their own niche kind of thing in the community. 
how does the United Way overcome the interest of the causes that exist today to be more siloed? It's hard. I mean, that's the that is the essence of uh, of our. I'm the chief strategy officer, and you just nailed uh, the the challenge of my job and really everyone that works here. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the nonprofit sector itself, which again, you've got unbelievable organizations, but that are focused on, many of them are focused on, uh, you know, one issue, if not one program uh, to to help improve that issue. Piece of the puzzle, but it's not the whole uh, puzzle. The other challenge, you know, and, and uh, you know this from your expertise in terms of uh, millennial engagement, is that that's where a lot of donors are. Donors and volunteers are as well. I mean, they want incredibly personalized, distinct focused experiences and issues based on what they care about, um, which, again, we, you know, we're, we fully embrace and want to deliver. But the challenge of our work is taking you know, all the issues, all the interests on both the nonprofit side as well as the volunteer or donor side and trying to show, hey, we, we cannot solve these problems uh, unless we can work together, unless we can be smarter and more efficient in how we marshal finite volunteer time, finite financial resources to make sure that we are um, doing the best we can do uh, to create solutions that help people live better lives. Is the United Way doing direct programs? Are, are, are there some? Or is it that you solely work through mostly your agencies or your partners? No. We, we So, you know, the way to think about our impact work is on three dimensions, which I'll hit very quickly. The first is we mobilize people to care and get engaged in their community. So, you know, at the base, we, we are engaging, you know, 10 million plus people around the world to understand what's going on in their community, care about their community, and give, advocate, volunteer in whatever capacity that is. I mean, if we're just brokering that, you know, uh, inspiring it and brokering it and have nothing else to do with it, great. We're we are we are helping uh, 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 the world, helping communities, helping other nonprofits succeed. The next layer up is yeah, there are times where in a community a direct program or need uh, exists that there are no other nonprofits that are really positioned to deliver a program of either that complexity or that scale. So there are many cases where United Ways engage to deliver programs and services themselves. I think at the at the top of our value chain, both both of those two areas are really important, Derek, in terms of the the value we create and the impact that we have. At the top is this this collective work, this idea of um you know, we will help a community identify the most important issues. We'll serve as the backbone for um, for making sure that uh, the nonprofit sector, uh, the corporate sector, everybody has a shared plan, a shared agenda, and is working together uh, to solve that. So it's really up and down that spectrum from uh, – collective impact at the top to taking on programs and services where United Way's capacity is needed all the way to just, hey, look, we want to we want to encourage people to care and give back to the communities. And if we are a broker of that, uh, there's value out in that as well. All right. So let's talk about transformation just a little bit or and also some other challenges that you talked about. You, you mentioned early on in our podcast here, even that you're well known for some funding things, uh, fundraising practices, 
I think everybody knows the workplace giving model that the United Way has been successful at, uh, at least in the past. So in 2014 and 15, you, us as you know, part of our millennial impact studies, we really focused on the workplace cause engagement side, looking at how millennials were going to get it, were getting involved. And what was really interesting in those two years, which you and I had met and talked about, yeah. millennials really didn't favor the United Way. Uh, because, of course, you know, when you looked at it in general, there were reasons such as not being forced to be a part of an organization or, or middle management who is, is saying one thing and, and, uh, and so on. And, and also gifts not necessarily going for philanthropic reasons, much more about advancement and so on. Um, so so what, do you, what do you think is the reason why... I mean, is it those reasons why there there is a little bit of less interest in the United Way workplace giving, or just the United Way in general? Yeah. So, look, I'm you know I'm not surprised that millenn- millennials, or or for that matter, my own parents, um, are no longer compelled by what I would call the old United Way engagement model. So you're right. I mean, I think 20 years ago. Our value to was different. Our value was uh, look. It, it, it's hard. It was hard to get information about what's going on in the community. It was hard to know who's doing uh, good work um, from a from a company's perspective. Um, you know, they just they looked at United Way as a uh, easy, efficient, reliable, smart way to make sure uh, that they were you know good corporate citizens. From an individual's perspective, it was like uh, hey. Ease, convenience, reliability, trust—you um, know—that—that's what carried the day, uh, you know, for for a hundred years of the United Way up until about ten, fifteen years ago. It's it, millennials are defining it, but I would say it's it is um, changing for all generations, which is that no longer works. Um, you know, to to earn people's uh, uh, charitable support, you need to engage them year-round in personal compelling ways um, that, that that speak to them. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think to the extent that people think of us or know about us in terms of how we worked uh, 20 years ago, yeah, that's not, that's not compelling whether you're uh, 20 or 60. I think um, – you know what we're trying to uh, communicate, and certainly what we're delivering is a year-round personal compelling experience. Uh, it's not all about just giving; it's about understanding, caring about, engaging, uh, advocating, volunteering um, uh, for the the issues and the causes that you care about. Um, and that's how we want to keep uh, both recruit and engage millennials and keep them uh, throughout their lifetime. In terms of the workplace, just as you mentioned, look, I, I think the workplace is a huge. Um, and will and will continue to be a huge place for driving individual engagement. Um, yes, people can also go outside the workplace, and uh, and and I, I appreciate that that's changing. But you know, uh, having come from Deloitte, uh, you know, there are just thousands and thousands of companies that care about social impact, that care about in, engaging their employees, and are willing to provide support and infrastructure. Um, and so. Uh, you know, while we're very compelled to deliver greater individual experience, we call it sort of B2B to C, business to business to consumer. We also think that we can continue to drive our business by doing this in partnership 
with companies who share our values and want to engage their people in community impact for all the right reasons. Evan, just to be play devil's advocate, but would, wouldn't you think that if you're a B to B to C style company, that you don't control the message in the end? It's like a game of telephone, right? So you could have a really bad manager still that doesn't say the three things the United Way does or whatever that is. Um, does that model? I mean, is it is it easily is the United Way story and who you are easily transferable through that style model? So it's a legitimate challenge, uh, no doubt about it. Um, you, you know, you talk about it as a game of telephone. I think about a game of telephone uh, from when I was a kid, and uh, it was a straight line, right? I mean, I you know, I I whispered something in your ear, and then linearly you whispered something in somebody else's ear, and then um, you know the message got confused. I, I look at are when I say B to B to C, I look at it as a triangle. Um, so I look at it as there's United Way and our mission and our opportunities for engagement. There's the corporate partner and their social impact agenda and their desire to engage employees. And then there's the individual employee. And so the the power is can you get all three of those pieces working together? You know, right, um, right. identifying issues. And so so to me, uh, yeah, I mean there is there is. Uh, confusion for sure. A triangle is still a confusing model, but I don't think of it as we have to get our messages through the company and to the individual as much as we need partnerships with companies and with individuals where resources, interest, um, support, focus, partnership is all uh, working together. Again, I you know we 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 uh, I don't want to say that we're not also interested in engaging people outside the workplace because we do that. Uh, we're we're very much focused on it. But I will tell I will say this: we have you know as of today we have 123,000 organizations face uh, campaigns and partnerships with that gives us access to 50 million uh, individual people. And so uh, yeah, you can go on social media and you can uh, go direct to consumers and and we are building that muscle. But we don't take for granted um, how powerful our our sure. corporate and workplace relationships are. So uh, you we talking about this word transformation. So you're it seems like the you hinted towards the engagement model needs to change going towards a year long program. Tell me what that looks like. You know we we, we want to become a relationships and experience organization. I think over the last 10 or 15 years, a lot of our focus was on the impact side of our work. We had smart, focused uh, strategies and programs across education, financial stability, jobs, health. Um, and that's obviously a critical piece of the work. But to be honest with you, I think we took our eye off of the idea that it's ultimately the donor that is our customer. So, so we are a mission-based organization. Impact is our business. We are, we exist to make the world a better place. But to do that work, we have individuals, whether they're in a workplace or not, as they're the customer and they have to be engaged. And so, uh, first of all, it's literally a, a mentality um, that's part of that transformation is appreciating that that's our business and that's um, uh, that's the kind of organization we need to be. In terms of how that plays out, yes, it, it is, you know, you can't do great impact work for 11 months and then try and engage people for a month and say, you should give to us. Let us tell you what we did. Right, right. You should give to us. I mean, so our, our, our model Model is now year round. We want to um, communicate, engage, 
uh, uh, donors, volunteers in the issues that are going on in their community, in their country, in their world, um, and so that when you know, whenever they're ready to uh, provide financial support to those issues, we're their partner of choice. Got it. Let's talk about the United Way brand and the story of who the United Way was and is now, and then where you want to go. I mean, do you think the general population or even those partners that you're working with understand the narrative of what the United Way is today and where you want to go? We have a lot of work still, to be honest with you. It, it is hard when you are when you are so good and so effective and so strong at at what I described was the model of 10 and 20 years ago. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, I, I think um, – uh, we're doing a lot to change the execution of that, um, but you, you're right to say people also – the brand, the narrative is also part of um, uh, part of what needs to change. I think the biggest thing that we're doing in that space is um, some of the work we're doing in, with, with digital engagement. I mean because ultimately you, know, you can convey in broader messages – it's critical to convey in broader messages who we are. But ultimately, um, the individuals, you know, when they want to engage in the way that they want to engage, air game as well, so that people do understand, you know, at a brand level, at a marketing level, who we are. Um, but we need to deliver that uh, person by person in terms of the communication experience that he or she, uh, you know, uh, wants. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think um, – it is a challenge for us. I think um, I think we're doing well with that. And we're certainly very focused on it. The other piece of that, um, Derek, is changing the narrative, even in terms of corporate America. So you right. know, making yeah. sure, yeah, making sure that corporate America understands we're not just here to you know to run a workplace giving campaign. Um, we have an initiative here. Now, where with all of our top corporate partners, we are signing, uh, articulating and signing short MOUs that articulate the social impact that we're trying to achieve year round with our companies, um, including uh, employee engagement. So really being intentional about, hey, this is not about, you know, we raised 20 million last year from your employees. We want to raise 22 million this year. This is about uh, an education, income and health agenda uh, that engages employees year round um, and and uh, drives great social impact as well as great business value for your company so really again not not just at a brand level which is we're doing great work there as well but at a uh, at an individual experience level at a corporate relationship level we're, we're, we're really changing the way we do business what would you say to someone that says you know what uh, United Way yes sounds great but you know what I'm gonna go focus on an issue or a cause, what would you tell that potential donor? Uh, you know, the first thing I would say is that's awesome. You know, great that you're involved. Not, not great that you're not engaging with the United Way, but great that you're involved. I mean, we, you know, we have a broader mission, which is uh, to, to, to fight for the uh, health, education, and financial stability of every person, and that requires a lot of different organizations in the mix. And so if someone's telling me they're involved and here's who they're involved with, that's great. And I mean that Sincerely, I think our organization sees ourselves as inspiring social impact and community engagement more broadly. Um, so that's the first part. The second part is, yeah, you know, if you know exactly, you know, if you're if you're focused on one issue, and that's all you really want to engage on, yeah, it makes sense to find an organization that is fully focused on that single issue. Where I want us to succeed, where I, you know, the message that I would share with someone who says, you know, why do I need the United Way, is. Uh, you know, how do you see these problems being being solved? 
you know, do you see these problems being solved? You know, one nonprofit at a time, one program at a time, you know, uh, with thousands of different companies and, and philanthropists choosing single issues and, and driving on those issues? Or do you think we need to work together? Uh, to solve these problems? Do you think we need the nonprofits that work on that issue to work together better? Do you think philanthropy needs to be more aligned and more partnered? Um, do you think we need to do this both at a, at a community level um, and a global level? I mean, one of the power, one of the powerful things about United Way is our infrastructure. So we're on the ground. And if you care about your local community, we, we are on the ground to help you with that. But, you know, you could live in Milwaukee and help uh, children that are left behind in China through partnering with the United Way. Uh, we have that ability to help people engage locally and globally. So um, great if people are engaged in, on, on single issues with single organizations that they care about. That That is phenomenal. But if you uh, look at at, at the world or your community more broadly and you feel like, man, like we're not going to solve these problems this way. We got to work together differently. I, I want to be part of something bigger. I want to be part of something collective. Uh, I want my efforts to sit on top of and next to other people that are that are working together to make this effort. Well, then the United Way is for you. So, Evan, you've been talking and I've uh, I get a sense that uh, that you might be talking more about the sophisticated donor and philanthropist that might be out there. I mean, for instance, yeah. we, we know the general population responds to empathetic and emotional requests and moves through a interest-to-action style model before they get deeply embedded and knowledgeable about an issue and, and all of the things that you're talking about. I mean, is the United Way available for the general public? Because it seems like the, those, the messages and things you were talking about are definitely for those that you've been able to spend time with that are more sophisticated, potentially. So, yes, I think we're absolutely there for um, the general public and for everyday people that want to engage. I mean, our average donation size is a uh, dollar a day. So unlike some other you know, philanthropies or nonprofits where and, – and don't get me wrong. We love million-dollar gifts, but um, – and we have several of those as well. But our – you know, the United Way – is about engaging, you know, everyday people in making a difference in their community. So no, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I do think that, um, you know, it, it, uh, our model and our approach is sophisticated, but that doesn't mean you need to be a, an expert in 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 uh, the nonprofit sector or social impact to get engaged with us and make a difference and see us as the best platform for you to do that. So. Um, we are focused on the big picture, on holistic solutions, but you know we engage people in uh, mentoring. We engage people in advocating. We engage people in uh, helping with literacy programs or uh, tax assistance training programs. There, there, you know, we have the breadth to engage people, um, you know, on what they care about. My point in terms of uh, uh, speaking uh, in a more sophisticated way is just that people want to be want to do something simple and passionate that that is meaningful for them but they want to do that in a community of people that are really committed to solving problems and working together it doesn't mean that every individual person needs to uh take on homelessness or take on poverty right um you know uh no we we uh, you know our power is engaging people in pieces of that but yes i think what's unique to us is that uh you know, we're a big picture organization and, and we're working on all dimensions of the problem. All right. So we've only got a little bit more time here. 
what does the future hold for the United Way? Give me the, since you're the strategy officer here, <laughs> you got to have something in the future for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm really compelled about our future. I mean, uh, you know, being honest, Derek, I, I think that um, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, just one of these great organizational stories. Uh, and they're so common in the for-profit world where you have an organization that built itself uh, to be the leader in its industry that suffered, uh, you know, environmental disruption and changes even better organization moving forward that's what i think it, it, that's what i think is the story in the future of united way we we you know on, on, a, on a value proposition of being reliable uh knowledgeable about community uh easy and convenient we the united way built itself into the largest private nonprofit human service organization in the world the environment has changed uh, just like we've talked about, uh, uh, you know, all throughout this podcast, people's expectations, millennials' expectations of how they want to engage is different. We are making those changes, um, but what's you know what's unique to us is our approach to problem solving and the scale and infrastructure we have. We we have uh, ten thousand staff around the world on the ground, you know, in your community in eighteen hundred communities. Uh, uh, solving these problems, engaging uh, 65,000 nonprofits to work together, engaging 120,000 uh, co- companies and workplaces. So, you know, the infrastructure is there. The 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 disruption that I mentioned is real, um, and we need to change, and we are changing. And it's and it's um, uh, you know to engage people in more personalized, year-round, um, compelling ways. But I believe our future is bright because uh, as we build that muscle. Um, you know, again, we, we, we have an approach that, uh, you know, I, I think the world is going to come back to, which is, hey, we got to solve these problems together. We, we can't solve these problems in silos. We're wasting time. We're wasting money. Uh, good intentions are not good enough. Uh, we have to figure out the, the most effective ways to solve problems. And at the end of the day, you know, United Way gets people and organizations to work together um, and and see problems, uh, you know, holistically in terms of what it's going to take to solve them. And I, I think that's a winning formula for us uh, moving forward. Evan, thanks. I really appreciate all the time today. My pleasure, Derek. It's always great talking to you and, uh, you know, your help and guidance along the way. Yours and Achieves is really uh, very valuable. So uh, look forward to staying, staying in close touch. Absolutely. We want to thank Evan Hotchberg, Chief Strategy Officer at United Way Worldwide, in sharing their story of transformation. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the Achieve Podcast. We look forward to next month, where we'll be helping you as marketers and fundraisers raise the public support, awareness, and adoption for the important work you do.